The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, you are listening to Sisters Speak on Inspire FM. Um, you're here with me, Amina. And me, Lamisa. And also, Samiha will be here, but um, there are some delays. She will be here shortly. Um, so, yeah, welcome back, Sister Speak, everyone. We have been away for two weeks, I think. I've been away for longer than that. Um, yeah, everyone probably knows there's like a nasty virus going around. So <laughs> there's that. But inshallah, we're all going to get better and hopefully not catch another virus. <laughs> Um, yeah, so today's uh, for today's main topic, we will be talking about um, social media influencers and how um, how much of an influence they have on young people and young Muslims in particular. Uh, but before we get into that, we have a segment on our show called Thought of the Week, where pretty self-explanatory, we have... No, I'm saying, do you want to go first? Okay. (laughs) I'm still thinking. (laughs) The mice is confusing me. (laughs) We have, um, we share our thoughts with each other and maybe to inspire each other, things like that. If you want to let us know what's been on your mind, if you want to share something inspirational, Maisa, how can people get in touch? You can get in touch by texting or WhatsApping in on 0777-948-1822 or you can even call in. We'd love to hear what you have to say on 01582-481822. I do believe we're live on Facebook as well. So if you want to comment under there, feel free. Yeah, so um, I guess I'll start because <laughs> Maisa is uh, not ready. Uh, I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I uh, read something quite inspirational today i think i'll just read it out and share it with everyone um i don't know who i don't know where this is from if it's from a book or who said it It didn't have any like any credits underneath but i'll read it out anyway um it says whatever happens around you don't take it personally nothing other people do is because of you it is because of themselves all people live their own dream in their own mind they are in a completely different world from the one we live in When we take something personally, we make the assumption that they know what is in our world and we try to impose our world on their world. So, Some big words. (laughs) Some big words. Some big words. I guess um, when I read that, I I feel like I needed that kind of... I don't don't know what the word is. I just... It just felt like the right time to read that. Like, there's... Whatever happens around you, however someone treats you... It's got nothing to do with what you've done. It's just a reflection of who that person is and maybe even what they're going through. And it's in no way should affect you. Um, oopsie, I was just playing something on my phone by accident. Sorry if anyone heard that. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, back to my point. Um, yeah, whatever, if anything affects you, if anything that someone else has done affects you in a bad way, maybe take a step back and think, you know, um, think about who you are and what you've done. And should that, does whatever, whatever they have done to you, does that take away from the person that you are today? So, yeah, that's my thought of the week. Lamaisa? Yeah. Um, so, I finished thinking, guys. Um, but no, I feel like this is quite topical with the point in time that we are right now. Um, and it's this idea of being able to bring about change in the world. I don't know, I feel like um, I've really always wanted to try and have a big impact on mm. the world. Because from a young age, you know, I've been seeing like things that are wrong or my parents have made sure that I watch the news and things like that. And we all know that there's so many, it's almost a, a negative way to look at the world, but there's so many things that are unjust or unfair that are going on and you feel this sort of internal rage that you want to just go out and fix everything but I think as I grew older you know obviously I realized that I'm just one person amongst so many millions upon billions of people (laughs) bringing about that change is really difficult if you're not I guess someone with influence or power Mm. and I don't know it kind of makes me feel sometimes that like as much as everyone wants to make change it's so difficult to bring about and everyone everyone like myself I guess who are 
I'm not saying we are insignificant, but somewhat insignificant towards these things. Like we don't hold any actual power. Um, you know, it just sometimes it feels demoralizing, I guess. And it makes mm. you kind of think um, when it comes to, you know, times times like this that we are in right now, like political climates and stuff like that. Is sometimes, you know, you kind of think, how much influence do I really hold mm. in everything? So I don't know. I guess that's that's what I'd say. <laughs> this is my thought for the week. <laughs> a bit cynical and a bit negative, but at the same time, you know. But I think it's relatable. I think, I feel like we all go through feeling in that kind of way. Like, I felt like that before. Like, how, mm. what am I actually doing? Is it, how much power do I really hold? hold. Yeah. I think we do all hold a certain amount of power and we, obviously not mu- not enough to do like huge huge things but I think if we take small small steps and work with what we have then I think we can work towards making that big change that you've always wanted perhaps perhaps I don't know I feel like it will change the world one day I feel I hope so (laughs) I feel like um it links into our main topic quite nicely in the sense that you know people do have large amounts of influence large amounts of power it just kind of makes you think like what what do they do with that Mm. and would you if you had that same amount of power and that same level of influence what would you do with it Mm. um i don't know because i feel like so many people have different priorities as well so like if i if i see maybe an influencer on social media and they're trying to you know promote this campaign that they may think is doing large amounts of good to the world but it might be like relatively it might be something that i see as as quite trivial perhaps and I, I might be like, oh, there's there's way bigger problems, like, I don't know, poverty or, you know, famine, things like that that are going on in the world. But these people aren't focusing on that. But I guess it just comes down to the point that every single person has different um, priorities hmm. and big issues that they want to change, you know? So I don't know. I feel like, I don't know where I'm going with this, but I'm just I understand more points what in, you're getting yeah. at, though. I just, it's it's like, is that is that wasted power, would you argue? Or is that, you know... Yeah, I don't know. It's strange, and and it's like these big issues that are going on. I won't mention any, but there are loads that are going on. It's like we just aren't at that level of power to even think about being able to solve them hmm. because they are so. I don't know. It feels like they're so far away. I understand what you mean, and there's yeah. like there's people that hold a lot more power than than we do who can actually make bigger changes and you think well what if what I'm doing whatever I'm doing right now is it actually going to make a difference because if someone up there with more power and maybe more following more money whatever it is Mm. isn't doing it then what is the point exactly I feel like it comes down to morals as well because sometimes you can say like what's the point but then at the same time maybe you're not making a huge dent in whatever is going on like you're not making a huge difference but you're still doing morally the right Right thing thing. and i I think think that i think that's what it boils down to really i think that's what we all try and do Hmm. because we i feel like systematically we sort of know that we're sort of made to think i feel that we can't we can't do anything Hmm. I i feel i genuinely feel because whenever i talk to people and have deep deep conversations about topics like this and we all sort of end it on well what are we going to do because we can't really do anything and so i feel like we've we've sort of been made i don't know by who by i'm not saying by anyone but i feel like everyone has that sort of thing that we we can't really do that change but we can try and live the best we can in order to maybe one day bring about that change yeah i think that's that's always the conclusion Mm. when when we feel a bit hopeless it's like well we should always do the right thing no matter what what happens yeah and we're joined by Samiha. grand entrance (laughs) (laughs) but yeah sorry it's okay (laughs) finally we were just finishing our thoughts of the week so Samiha, you can share yours Oh my god, I was thinking about it on the way here and I drew a blank, but I have to say, um, with like the weather and everything, just take it slow and just like, in, I, I'm at home a lot with my baby, so right now I'm just embracing, enjoying being at home. Mm. Um, yeah, just take it slow and enjoy uh, the coziness you get from knowing that it's like raining outside. I don't know, there's a certain coziness 
when it rains, right? So, certain peacefulness. Yeah, I, I think feel. I think you can take a positive from that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Apart from the nice. fact that it's quite dark inside the house oh, because yeah. of like the fact that there's no lights and stuff. Mood lighting. I do a lot of mood lighting in the house. Like candles and candles and like lamps and things like that. Really enjoy your time, you know. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, just um, alhamdulillah. So yeah, just take it slow. Whatever you're doing at your point in time, just take it slow. I'm trying. That's good. That is good advice. That be studying or work or anything. Winter slows us down anyway, so why not just go with it? Yeah, I think so. I feel like it, it. I feel like when it gets dark, um. It's you're ready to, to, to <laughs> and I don't like it, but maybe oh I should God. be like, okay, it's giving me a chance, chance. to just relax. I don't maybe. know. I feel like because I'm, I've just had like my holidays have just started. But when I went to uni, um, when I was at uni, when I'd enter and when I'd leave, it would be the same. It'd be dark, dark. Because yeah. I feel like I'm oh used to this sort of situation. Like I haven't been slowed. If anything, I've been sped up because I just have to think like the day's gonna go, so I need to get everything done. That's mm. my sort of. I think my process. daughter's really synced with winter. She sleeps at 6.30 and wakes Aww. up at 5 in the morning. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. I think she's... Circadian rhythm yep. is really working. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, um, I'd say that concludes our thought of the weeks. Thoughts of the week, sorry, if that didn't make sense. Um, we will go on to our next segment, which is our hot topics. Mm-hmm. And um, Lamaisa, I'll hand that over to you. Yeah, sure. So um, the first hot topic, I guess it's not really a topic, we're not going to discuss it, but it's just a reminder the vote that uh, voting is on Thursday and we just encourage everyone to go out and make your vo- voice heard. Even though we are just talking about, you know, maybe how insignificant everyone's individual things are, if you vote, more likely that whatever you want will probably... Yeah, your small voice will be heard. Your, small, voice. your voice will be heard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like... Well, I don't know. I feel like, yeah. Because everyone's voice collectively comes out in the election result, right? Mm. So, yeah. It's literally the fight of our lives, guys. Yeah, two days. I two think days. I wanted to say that. Just um, if you still don't know what you're doing and if you've registered to vote and you don't know why um (laughs) just do some research Research, watch the news and you know you will know what the right thing to do is because you'll see what's going on and you can yeah just do your research look at what all the parties are offering you and you can make your decision based on that and i think we're quite privileged to have that we're quite privileged to have the right to vote and to have our voices heard in mm. some kind of way. For sure. And I feel so. like um, information is so readily available to us, mm-hmm. whether that be information from the party or information yeah. from third parties. We have quite a big, I guess, plethora of stuff that we can look at to really make an informed decision. Um, you know, whereas in other places around the world, that might not be the case. So... We are lucky in that sense. I had a bit of a dilemma today because I thought the vote was tomorrow. Oh my God. And I only found my postal vote today. And I was like, is it going to get there in time? Is my voice going to be heard? <laughs> but um, then my dad was like, you're an idiot. <laughs> the vote's on Thursday, so it's fine. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's on Thursday. It's For on Thursday. For anyone who has forgotten, <laughs> who's got mixed up, so, it's on if, Thursday. Yeah. Um, make sure you go out and vote. Um, so our next hot topic... Um, you also want to introduce that one? Uh, yeah. Or do you want to do it? I don't mind. Yeah, so um, the next hot topic is more, more so we're just going to say that um, Boris Johnson, oh, um, Boris Johnson's reaction to a picture of a sick four year old boy lying on the hospital floor. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It was yeah. actually quite scary watching his reaction because. Yes. Do you want to elaborate on what? What happened? Like, what was... The- um, I think it was someone called... I can't remember his first name, but his last name is Pike. He's an ITV um, interviewer. Mm-hmm. And he was just asking him, repeatedly showing him the picture of this four-year-old boy who's lying on the floor on a pile of coats, and he's refusing to look at the picture. Eventually, he pockets the interviewer's phone... And then the interview is like, Prime Minister, you just took my phone and you refuse to look at the picture. And then he almost forces forces himself to look at it. All right. So eventually he does. He does it. look at it. But his 
it's he's like oh um all our sympathies go towards the pet the family of the boy blah 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 but it's it didn't feel yeah just he was going on about how they're going to introduce more hospitals and things like that and how they're going to be putting more police on the roads and it was he wasn't connecting with the fact that people out there are suffering i mean i guess some people would say that on many occasions he he has done that and he has connected that and that actually he's very shocked to see mm-hmm. the photo so you know it's i guess it's down to everyone's understanding and, and yeah understanding no no i, I get i understand yeah, i think some people yeah. have said that maybe he his um some people said his reaction was odd but maybe it was odd because um how are you supposed to react to of course yeah some kind like that kind of picture mm-hmm. i think everyone has a different kind of reaction Gen to <laughs> um certain things but i guess um yeah that's also something that maybe we should all do our research, research on. on exactly and if you want to know conservative party's policies then go look at their manifesto if you want to know labor party's policies go look at exactly labor party's manifesto have a good look at everyone's policies and yeah, yeah. um so Moving on, um, which we just get right into our hot, to- um, you know, our main, main topics. topics yeah. <laughs> just finished our hot topics. Um, sorry, guys, I walked in here and it was raining and I'm a bit flustered. Yeah. So <laughs> I smell of rain as well. It's not the best. So yeah, we'll get into our main topic, which is about social media influences and particularly um, in the Muslim community. Um, well, the first thing I want to ask you guys is how big is the impact of influences on the younger generation? Just as a whole, I guess. It's big. <laughs> it's big. It's I mean, huge. <laughs> you know, even if we look at the scale of people's followings on, you know, media platforms like, you know, Instagram or YouTube or things like that. If you are to be called an influencer, you have to have like I feel like the the baseline minimum is one million, and it's like think about that as a number. Oh one what million is, is a lot. One million, okay. And, and small like YouTubers or small influencers have you know what is it ten thousand, twenty thousand? <laughs> think about those numbers for a second. How many people are following this one person? Ten thousand is massive. Mm. It's huge. So if you think about it like that, and the you know collective amount of people that are following these people it's a it's huge it's massive and you know these are the people who are having the influence that maybe me and Arvina <laughs> want one day <laughs> to make change but you know they have um that huge influence and uh sometimes i guess the downfall is that maybe they don't realize how big of an influence they actually have do you think they realize like do you think they i think some uh, people do i'm sure like if we found um, on our follow followers, suddenly shot M, up. <laughs> what, like, don't you think that's a big thing? Do you think people have become in- desensitized to those numbers, though? I think after now a certain point, it's like, um, see, now the big thing is to have more than a couple of million. million. Like, there's a YouTuber, I don't know his name, or her. Uh, they have a billion followers, and they're mm. like, you know, it's nothing to them. So, so I think, yeah. like you said, it becomes a point where it's just like, it's only a million, right? It's not really a lot. I, I feel like so be- because we're so used to seeing all these yeah. numbers. Mm. And, and it's they're become like a common. new form of celebrity. So it's yeah. just... For sure, they are. Because because have they have thing. a following when they, you know, go to a different country. People are going to be following them and trying to get pictures of them, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So they definitely are. And it's like, it's a bit, I don't know, sometimes do you think it's a bit scary? But I think, like, within the Muslim community it's not as um, hefty as outside of that. Like, you know, yeah. I think that um, mainstream influences mm. and the, uh, that influency culture is huge outside of the Muslim community. There are some notable names, and I think we all know them, right, within our community mm-hmm. that do have a huge following. Um, I feel like it's still quite big, though, in the Muslim community. Um, yeah. You have loads of... Instagram accounts and things like that with so many followers. Um, I think it's a problem with, not a problem per se, but a thing with our generation. Yeah, I, feel. I think, yeah. It's, our, it's, you know, so many people follow these people. Right. Not just in the wider society, but in our community yeah, as well. Yeah, I know, definitely. So I think, do you think that these, these influencers, whatever community they're from, if they're just from 
like mainstream influences or like within the Muslim community, do you think that they, like we were saying earlier in your thought of the week, like we think if you hold a certain amount of power, then you should oh. be able to use it. Do you think they realize that? And do you think that they're using it in the right way? But or do you think that they think that's common drum? The other thing with that is, you know, we were talking about the fact that we might have a moral responsibility to do sort of what's right mm-hmm. in that, or what we think is right. But at the same time, do you think they hold a moral responsibility to abstain from influencing all these masses of people? Right. But are they, is I don't know. Are they putting out their life on display? And sorry, I can't see. Oh, sorry, <laughs> that's okay. Are we? Put, are they putting their life on display? Uh, not intending to be an influencer, mm. but then people are following them, and so that's, that's what I was thinking. Mm. Because like they don't mean to be. So in that situation, do you think they should refrain, or they should actively try and, or maybe not actively, but. Do you think they should be cautious of what they say or do you think they should um, just be free? Because they didn't sign up for that and they didn't tell people that I'm going to influence you. That's not not what it is. But I think also the issue is there that even if it happens by accident, there's still... You can think of any huge YouTuber, right, with a huge... like You said there's someone with a billion followers, right? Subscribers or whatever it might be. That might have happened by accident, but then... When you see all those numbers, and I think the now you can even see the age demographic mm-hmm. as well. Some of them might have a huge following of, like, you know, young, young, like, teens and yeah. stuff. Don't you think they, even if they didn't mean for that to happen, don't you think that they should still hold some kind of responsibility? Because it's fact, right? You can't get away from the fact that like you're saying, even if it happened by accident or well, they didn't mean it to happen that way, you can't get away from the fact that these people do follow you. Yeah, they no, are that's watching true. You, yeah, of right? course. And I think that that does hold a certain amount of responsibility weight, yeah. and weight. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, if they are influencing a whole generation of young people and they are instrumental in a certain wave of change, then, yeah, I think that we as... I think we can all, yeah, they will be, they, they are accountable, I guess, to what they promote, suggest, mm. preach. Do you think we we have that type of thing where we have to be careful of what we say? Do you think we're influencing people right now? Oh, wow. Well, that, took a, that took a very <laughs> intense turn. I think everyone, everyone to an ex, well, everyone has to be careful with what they say Same. to an extent because yeah. we're always around people that we will influence, yeah. right? Mm. Like, we always leave an impression on people whether we like it or not. We have to be... I think just as humans, we just have to be careful with what we put out there. Mm. I wanted to ask you guys in particular about um, Muslim influencers. Like, we mentioned they are, like, on the smallest scale, but they still have a very large following in the thousands, I'm sure. Um, What are your impressions of them just in general? I, okay, I guess there, there's a lot. I'll make it more specific. <laughs> yeah. um, no, because I talked about it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, I don't really know the answer to that question because there's so many influencers okay, who so happen many. to be Muslim. I so I can't, and they all are in different, do you get yeah. what I mean? Like there are We have spoken about different social media on so many different shows and I think we haven't touched on this mm. particular topic. There's like so many different parts of social media and so many different people that, play a part in there yeah but i wanted to talk more about the um the social media characters if you will who are i guess they like to be to like give islamic advice and sometimes may come across a bit preachy what do you guys think of them i'm sure we've come across the videos like we see them on twitter i mean some of them some of them go viral and become memes um but, you know, they, they have a big following for a reason. Some people out there do like their videos, but mm. at the same time, a lot of people don't the, like their yeah. videos because they go viral and turn into memes. <laughs> so what what do you guys think of them? I think um, if they're preaching without the qualifications to preach, then I think that's a bit of an issue. Like, if, you, if, if that's what you do for a living and you have qualifications on, I don't know, Islamic jurisprudence and all of that type of stuff, and you open a channel and you You'd know that's what about you do it, right? and you, that's i mean that's 
literally your line of work like yeah. that you're educated in that sector so you have the right to do that but people who aren't say if i opened a youtube channel and started randomly preaching about stuff i've read on the internet no matter how much i've done my research i feel like if you really don't have the qualifications you won't know the ins and outs you don't it, right? exactly because you haven't been through what all these people who are qualified have been through you know it's like it's like with doctors you know you're never going to be a doctor unless you've actually done a degree <laughs> no matter how much you research yeah. and you do everything at the end of the day you're not going to be able to diagnose yourself as well as a person who actually has the medical degree can do so i feel like it's okay. the same it's a similar type of thing yeah okay I just, oh, yeah go on quickly um i just think that it's really um it can be damaging as well because mm-hmm. some individuals might get their only source of information from these um you know social media individuals that's an interesting point and if they're not doing a good job of like if they're also if they're promoting a certain perspective of faith um yeah oh God. <laughs> yeah that's all i want to say yeah, on so that they part. have a huge influence i think we'll get back to that after the break uh we'll continue on this topic assalamualaikum you're listening to an Inspire FM podcast, making available our popular programs from our daily broadcast on Inspire FM. Uh, Assalamu alaikum, everyone. Welcome back to Sisters Speak. We uh, just had a break. Uh, before the break, we uh, were we just started our main topic of um, social media influencers, and we were discussing very briefly before the break started about um, Muslim influencers in particular. And in that bracket of Muslim influencers, <laughs> there are some um, influencers that like to talk about Islam um, more than anything else. I mean, there's so many different kinds of Muslim influencers, and we've talked about them in other shows, but I think in today's show we wanted to talk about the ones who are targeted especially for Muslim people. Um, we were just talking about their influence. I think, Samiha, you made some points before break. And did you want to continue? I think I was, ask, I was asking you guys um, what, what you thought of these... Um, I call them characters. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you think of oh, them? And cute. do you... Okay, I'm. Do you think that they are doing the right thing? How, if you've seen their videos, what was your opinion on what them? What was your opinion? What was your impression? Did you think? I think we're all fairly young, and we have been <laughs> young before. Um, and I think like <laughs> doesn't make sense. But I think like I'm trying. What I'm trying to say is, do you think that the influence they have is? Um, making a good impact on people younger than ourselves or people our age? I think that um, there is a lot of impressionable young individuals who are finding faith and they are trying to mould their identity. So if they are getting their source of information, like I said before, from such individuals, then it has, you know, that it's such a great it's a responsibility that they're giving them wholesome in, you know, information mm-hmm. that is derived from a sound understanding of faith. And like Lemisa said, if it's if you don't have the qualifications and you are dishing out, you know, um, mm-hmm. yeah, like sources and giving them like, you know, fatwas and stuff like that, then, yeah, I think that it can be quite dangerous, to be honest with you. Um, Especially as young people are more inclined to kind of picking things up through a video as opposed to reading a book, to be honest with you, I think. Mm -hmm. But that's just my opinion, right? But what about about freedom of speech? Like, what if I wanted to just start a YouTube channel and talk about, I don't know... um, healthy eating i don't know anything about it i don't know i always think of that because i do not know anything do you about have it. an underlying desire to yes do that. Say. is that what it is amina's <laughs> uh, healthy eating lifestyle vlog that's is my, coming out that's my alter ego watch the space my alter ego eats well but, eats well. Uh, <laughs> but anyway that is beside the point <laughs> that is the point <laughs> what 
But like, aren't I allowed to just start a YouTube channel and talk about whatever I want? You to? can. No one's going to stop you. But I guess if we're talking about the impact that it has on a moral basis, you shouldn't because you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? Like these these people, no one's no one's going to stop them. You're not going to go yeah. up to them and be like, you can't do this. But the thing is, it's, it's about the principle behind it. The fact that you have so many young people following you. And like Samiha said, you might be their only source of information or the not that there aren't other sources yeah, available, course, but some but people just decide to, if they if they enjoy one particular type of content creator, you continuously go back to them. So the thing is, like, you really shouldn't because you don't, you don't have the qualifications and you'll be feeding them wrong information. Yeah. And it's unfair on their part, in the sense that they've come to you for knowledge, seeking stuff. These are impressionable kids. Like, even now, I'm 19, I'm still very impressionable. Like, if I see someone... I don't know, even as simple as if I see an Instagram post where someone's, you know, dressed in a certain way or they're eating something, that almost instantaneously makes me feel like I want to live like that. I mean, no matter how much I try, (laughs) probably never going to happen. But, you know, it does, a thought does occur in the sense that, oh, you know, it'd be nice if I did that or it'd be nice if I had that type of thing. Mm -hmm. If you take that to the age of like, I don't know, 14, 15, 16, where we've all been through that time where we're just thinking you know about life what is life what who am i all these types of things you're so impressionable and you get the wrong information it's not great because it's wrong Mm -hmm. information oh it might be yeah samiha did you want to add anything i just wanted to say also that when you use faith as a um um i don't know if i can say leverage to getting people to kind of like visit your channel and yeah like you know promote your channel then it's also questionable as to whether that's like um you know let's do this together we're we're, you know but then is it like are you giving the 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 right there's no right or wrong version of faith but the you know the one that's coming from sound knowledge basically so you're saying like the the principles as to why they've started their channel is it are they just using faith as a topic to divert traffic towards them or are they really using faith because they want to talk about it and you know they come from an educated background about it yeah because i think that some individuals have been caught out in certain circumstances where they're not perhaps um you know kind of practicing what they're preaching and in that case Uh. they've that it brings a question of I'm being so tentative here because I don't want to offend anyone but it then brings a question of what you're saying is do you really feel what you're saying you know and I feel like yeah uh, there are some really incredible individuals doing you know like amazing work to give faith to individuals who are um, approachable on social media and you know and to be honest, some of the stuff that I learnt and understood have come from these individuals. Um, but then there's like that small element that kind of, yeah. Like, are they are they qualified I, to, yeah. to give that kind of information out and preach it to? I a think I think that should be the baseline because yeah. I feel like um, no matter how much we look at it, media is a large part of our lives in general and a large part of the way we learn. Like it's been incorporated, not just, you know, in the sense that we use it for entertainment purposes now, like even during school, during university, like we've been given iPads, everything Mm -hmm. that we do is sort of technology wise. Um, It's so, it's such an ingrained part of us now. It'd be silly not to have, you know, not to be able to learn faith and things like that from from online. When Mm -hmm. maybe say if you're someone who lives in a place where, Islamic knowledge and stuff like that may not be easily accessible. This might be your only way. So I feel like it is an important resource and it should be used, but only by the people who are qualified to do so. And I think that's the bottom line. But I guess the question I wanted to ask is, um, not just Muslim influencers who choose faith as a topic, but do you think Muslim influencers in general hold a sort of responsibility in the way that they influence their following? Because some people might follow them and think, oh, they're an example of what Mm. a Muslim can be. And I mean, I'm not here to say what the right version of a Muslim is. I'm not qualified to do that. But um, do you think people who are Muslim and are influencers hold a responsibility? 
think there is a, their utmost yeah, to represent Islam? Or do you no, think no. it's just a they are an influencer and they happen to be Muslim type of thing? Um, there is a, There are a lot of Muslim accounts that are verified on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Sure. Um, I don't know if if you're not if it's not a faith based thing that you're doing faith based thing that you're doing and you're like maybe having a lifestyle sort of yeah you know is it fair to kind of put that onus on, on them? them? So are we saying that that you hold a certain amount of responsibility um, based on what kind of message you're putting out there? Maybe so like if you're if you're solely talking about I guess Islam, asking. then yeah. I guess you should have a lot more responsibility in it, and you should be you should have more credible sources, and maybe refrain from saying certain things if you're not qualified to mm. do so. But maybe if you are, I mean, there's so many Muslim comedians; they don't their their it's job so, yeah. is to be funny. <laughs> they, don't, they don't need to be qualified <laughs> to do that. In but some do you ways. think they hold a responsibility in the terms of? people are going to see them as a Muslim and do you think they represent because of that representation do you think they hold a responsibility I think in some ways they they do like they just have to I think in general as Muslims we yeah. have to carry ourselves a certain way and that's not to say we have to be um, perfect but we have to be good people I think one of the questions I wanted to ask you guys is that something I've I uh, maybe I haven't seen all of their videos but something that I see is missing and it's kind of a trend um is that they seem to be preaching a lot about different kinds of things but one thing that is forgotten is uh, maintaining a good character and like as a muslim like the the ones who are get whose audience is following them because of islam <laughs> Do you think that they're missing certain things that, that are actually important to the Muslim youth and they're not getting that? I think your point on character is so fundamental because there are so many, like, um, hadith and things like that which talk about, you know, like having good character and how that's kind of the base of faith and whatever. So um, I haven't really been up to date watching, like videos about like you know but i i have from what i have heard in the past i think there is a lot of emphasis on um on like spirituality and this and that but not necessarily like you said on how you interact with others as an individual and how you kind of present yourself and yeah i think i kind of i agree with you on that definitely yeah, what do you what do you guys think is important? I mean, we are all young Muslims here. What do you what would you rather have maybe what would you think would have been useful for you to hear or or see on social media when you were younger? Like what kind of advice would you have needed? I feel like um especially for people like us who were born in the UK maybe mm. and growing up here I'd definitely say how to find your faith in that sense. Because mm-hmm. even though, I mean, we grew up in Luton, which is obviously a very, um, how do I say it? We have a lot of Asians here <clears throat> and a lot of Muslims here as well. So we have a big community. Um, but even in that situation, loads of people find it hard to find their faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like if we, if we had a bit more of, not necessarily saying not necessarily saying that this is the way you find your faith but more so saying you know these are the things that i did or maybe sharing more experiences or just talking in general about it so not not talking in terms of like this is how you do it but rather this is maybe how i did it or you know these were the struggles that we had and was was sort of just making it a bit more talked about and normal i feel like would have helped a lot cuz loads of people struggle with like faith in general and and one of the biggest parts of Islam for me personally I feel is that relationship with God mm-hmm. not just you know all the things you have to do because I feel like if you have a strong iman and you have a strong faith for me personally all the things that we have to do as Muslims just falls in place naturally so it's really building that strong connection with God and if that was talked about a bit more instead of you know maybe other things in a more open manner like a discussion based type thing I feel like that would have helped a lot more 
Mm-hmm. I also think it would be nice um, to kind of um, have tips and advice on reconciling, like where you want to be in your faith and where you are right now. Like there are certain ideals, like you know, attempting to pray your sinners and. Um, taking your time and kind of perfecting your salah and things like that and we don't we're not always there that you know we're not always like that like sometimes sometimes we just pray and it's like motions sometimes we're kind of good and i think that even i i struggle like with that right now where i want to be in faith but where i am and i think reconciling that that gap because mm. sometimes it can be so it can be such a struggle like you can really it can hit you hard and you're like I'm not I'm not doing this well enough and I'm sure that there are individuals who have kind of successfully done that so yeah I think it would be nice to hear that mm-hmm. yeah so for someone if you maybe like a younger sibling or something if they did want to get some advice on maybe you know strengthening the iman or just wanted to know more about islam and they're like going to the internet for that what would you what would you tell them because i think for me the first thing i see is just like a bunch of videos Mm -hmm. and a bunch of instagram accounts of people that are actually not qualified but there are there are a lot of you know sheikhs and people of knowledge who now are, have a big influence on mm. the internet what would you guys do i feel like what i was going to say is that personally i wouldn't go to the internet for these types of things and like when i was even just five six seven years ago like when i was in high school in the early years of high school like youtube wasn't that popular you know we didn't really go to the internet as such to try and find our faith I feel like loads of people might nowadays. I don't know. I feel like if you really have questions and you really want to find your faith um, and it's easy for you to go online, then go and find email accounts or, um, you know, contact details of people who really can answer your question. You really Mm -hmm. are qualified to do that or reliable sources of information um, or talk to someone in your local community who's reliable. Because I feel like when whenever we had questions, we'd be asking like, you know, our mosque teachers or Arabic teachers and these are people who are qualified to answer those questions so you know um, yeah I'd say that's what that's what I'd say if you have questions with faith go go talk to someone who can answer your questions um, right. there's actually a individual on social media who does like Instagram Q&A's and so during the weekend people would submit questions to him like really um you know, like, they would ask him fatwas and things like that, and he would, like, during his daily commute, he would respond to these through video or messages and things like that. I think there's, like, a new wave of um, faith that's kind of yeah, coming cause through. Yeah, because I, I was about to I was about to get at that point because when we were growing up, I guess we wouldn't have gone on to... We wouldn't have even thought of going on YouTube to ask mm. Islamic questions. So, but I think that's something that young people are... That's just there for them, so that's what they're going to do. And I think that's really interesting that there's someone on Inst- who uses Instagram to do that. Um, but yeah, so, so maybe uh, we should be finding more credible sources if we're going to go to the internet, I guess. Yeah. Because I think that's kind of... Would you agree that that's a bit inevitable for people to just go to the internet? Because even we, like, yeah, for when sure. we have any question, we're just on Google, on straight Google. Away. Yeah, straight away. So I feel like just check the sources. That's yeah. all you can really do and ensure that they're right. And, and not just one person. Go ask lots of people. Yes. Because that's the only way you can, like, scientifically... <laughs> Increase your sample size. I love that. You get a oh more, gosh. you know, reliable results. <laughs> so long. <laughs> but yeah, um, ask more people and then decide for yourself, I guess. I think a lot of faith-based influencers um, who are qualified and have, you know, um, like degrees in, in Islamic studies or whatever, um, you get really, in, you get an insight into their lives as well. Mm-hmm. And a lot of their personal struggles they share, and it kind of makes you realize that 
even they are attempting to find their faith mm. in some shape or form. Mm-hmm. And, and that's that, encouraging. Yeah, it's encouraging. And that's one of the main reasons why I do follow um, individuals um, and people of faith on Instagram and stuff because especially when you're like on the go and you're just getting like certain tiny bits of information, it's it's quite nice because it, it sticks in your mind. Yeah, I think I feel like that's the good thing about social media yeah. is that although you shouldn't get all your knowledge from there and you sh- that shouldn't be your sole source of um, information, it is nice to have, like if you're scrolling and there's like a little reminder, I think it's yeah. nice to see that. Um, I wanted to ask you guys, how would you advise some like someone to use social media though? Because like I said, we can't have that. Like, should you be using it as um like what how should someone be using social media like should they be using it for information or how do you use it like what do you use it for (laughs) me i (laughs) (laughs) oh god yeah um so i don't usually go on my phone that much but i do i do use social media but i generally I say YouTube I use for entertainment purposes, but also, um, I guess, language learning right now. Currently. Okay, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, so I've I've gone into the language that I'm learning. I just watched YouTube videos in that language. That's so trying to increase cool. understanding. Um, but I think generally it's just entertainment. I don't... Information, I don't get it off social media, you if do. I'm honest. I do, you know... It depends what I, what it is, but generally I I do proper research. That is using the internet, mm-hmm. but not social media aspect of it. Yeah. I feel like social media I generally use to see what my friends are up to, maybe maybe show them what I'm up to, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know the right way of using social media, but I'd say lim- excess use is probably not good. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think that is a correct way. way. But maybe that is a wrong way. But I mean, I don't. <laughs> I, think I don't it think depends. If you, yeah. Sorry. Go. No, it's alright. I, I think. Yeah. Go, go sorry. I think it depends on the accounts that you follow. Mm. Um, so I'm going to be honest. Most of my election knowledge that I've acquired has come from news outlets on Instagram, and I feel like they post. I important because they are news outlets yeah right right so they have okay, yeah fair so enough. Be like if you if you were on your news app or you saw their channels yeah it's the same they're the same, same, things, source, same right? source but yeah so i feel like it's the source that's really important but also i don't think it's wrong if you get your information from social yeah. media as long as like you said the sources are fine yeah and i think that um it depends entirely on what what you follow so if your feed is entirely kind of entertainment based then then you're just then you're getting. just gonna keep getting that but I don't know. I have a mix. Mm. I feel like it's kind of evolving, like like we said before. Like it wasn't like that in when we were growing up. No, yeah. it's like now we can it's have normal. BBC News on, on Instagram yeah. and get all our news updates from yep. there. Which is really all Buzzfeed, whichever one. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like it's it's because everyone knows that you know you have cookies and things like that to um personalize what you see to what you've seen before Mm -hmm. so in that sense i feel like it's kind of unfair because it's not exposing you to new stuff it's really just keeping you in your line of thought do you think that's kind of scary though like i feel like social media has become kind of like a black hole because but it's your own black hole it's personalized to you (laughs) you you want that black hole exactly like i feel like if social media wasn't if they didn't have those tracking cookies and things like that's why whenever i go on a website i turn it all off (laughs) like i really do take out those 30 seconds to click no to every single cookie because i don't want that i want to be able to have you know as big you know a pool of information so that i can keep my mind open instead of constantly like looking at whatever it is whether you be you know on one side of the spectrum or on another side like you you need to be able to expose to everything to be able to have a good informed opinion and i feel like with social media that just doesn't happen because everything is so personalized to you and what you want to see yeah not necessarily everything that is out there so you know like if if you choose if you have a very like i don't use social media for news or things like that so it's even though i am a that type of person I will go online and I will find all my news or I will watch BBC News every now and again. My social media doesn't represent that. 
mm-hmm. because on my social media I only like listen or see certain types of things so I feel like it's really it's almost like a scam in a way no, I think that's quite a, <laughs> a dynamic scam. way to receive your information and I think that yeah I think you've just put something in my mind to think about thank oh. you oh, you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> no I I've never thought of something. it like yes. I've made a change there today I never thought you of it like that that I'm kind of curating my own knowledge which is mm. so limiting right yeah yeah, back to um, influence. I, I don't think I have <laughs> Oh, gosh. We've digressed a lot. I, I kind of was responsible for that. Anyway. <laughs> but, um, but I wanted to ask you guys, how big of an influence do they have on you? Do they have an influence on you at all? I think they, they do. probably do in some way. For sure. Like, like I said, if I, I don't know, if I see someone dressed some way on Instagram, I'm going to think, wow, they look good. I want to be like that. Then I'll see what I have in my wardrobe and be like, I really can't. <laughs> I really can't do that. Um, but, you know, I feel like definitely they, whatever you see, like you said earlier on in the show, whoever we talk to, whoever we come across, we influence them in any way. Like, even if it's a small way, mm-hmm. we do influence and we have an influence. So I think it's it's impossible not to be influenced. We've used but that you word can, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just used it so many times. It's impossible not to be impacted by what they do, but um, I guess having control of yourself and taking having a limit to how much yeah. you are is important. I think for me, it's not necessarily like um, lifestyle. Well, I don't know. Does food count as lifestyle-based? Uh, yeah, I follow yeah. so many That's food. That's my only like, lifestyle. <laughs> food blogs so um for me yeah so for me the main yeah basically (laughs) (laughs) just lifestyle changes and things like that but i don't attempt to follow clothing because i really could never pull it off i know it makes me sad (laughs) (laughs) so i guess the general consensus here is to um you know be careful of what you're following and you know see what they're saying and see if they're qualified for it if they're mm. not just and get information from yeah, a large inf- variety of exactly outlets and be careful of what you're listening to what you're watching and make sure you have your own opinions and yeah we'll be back next week inshallah assalamu alaikum thank you for listening to our podcast we stream our daily broadcast on inspirefm.org you'll find all our daily updates on our social media at Inspire FM Luton.